Hi, welcome to Who Gets It Naturally. This is our first episode. It's an intro. Let you know who I am, why I'm doing this. And let's get started with that. My name is Chris Wagenti. I am a voice actress with voiceovers by Gypsy. And the music is written and performed by V. Caritis. Who am I? Grew up in Jersey and I've lived all over the country and I'm a, just a hot mess. <laughs> and this is why I got into um, natural products and making my own stuff. Who gets it naturally? How did I come up with that? Okay, well, I've worked in professional baseball for several years. I love Who's on First by Abbott and Costello. If you've never heard that bit, do yourself a favor, find it somewhere. I'm sure there's a clip of it on YouTube somewhere. It's just a complete play on words and it is hysterical. It is timeless. When I started making all of my natural products, you know, some people have different reasons for starting, you know, do it yourself, save money, the natural thing. Yes, 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 and all of that, but mostly too, I'm doing this because the products work. The idea behind the podcast is to share my recipes, teach about some of the essential oils, how they work. It's such such a huge, huge topic. You can research and go down through all sorts of rabbit holes and spend a week just looking into everything and just scratch the surface. There's just so much going on. So really, I implore you to take what I give you and do your own research from there because there is so much out there. They are researching using some uh, different essential oils to work cure. I I don't even want to say that, but they're testing it with cancers and other medical issues. There are tests out there. There's results. So it's, you need to research because everybody's different. Everybody is different. And I'll be saying that a lot. I started sharing some of these things with my family. They were like, oh my God, this stuff works. And I'm like, exactly. That's why I'm using it. So I checked with some other people. I put out some feelers and I actually found a lot of interest in it. So I did create a website and I tried to sell. I started a business and I called it Who Gets It Naturally. I had it for a couple of years. It did not do as well as it was, as well as I wanted it to. A lot of different reasons. If it's not working out right now for some reason, it's just not meant to. So, you know, put it on the back burner and, you know, something else will come up out of it. And kind of like with my voiceover stuff, I started back in the 90s, did a little bit here and there, didn't quite get what I wanted to accomplish. Life happens, kind of put it on the back burner, and now I'm bringing it back again, kind of going full circle and kind of combining the two now. I, again, I'm a hot mess. (laughs) I have arthritis in my hip and neck, fibromyalgia. I've got a couple of slipped discs, one in my lower neck and in my lower back. It's actually slipped on one side and bulging on the other. My right hip is literally twisted. There's two tilts in it on the right side. The top tilts down and the outer edge tilts in. Yeah, walking's fun. My hormones are out of balance. The allergies (laughs) and where to start. I have contact dermatitis, which means if I touch something I'm allergic to, I get itchy or I get a rash, etc. And nasal allergies. If I smell something I'm allergic to, I'll get all stuffed up. I'll get, you know, the the headaches and the eyes itchy and, you know, hay fever kind of symptoms, etc. And there are some things that I'm allergic both ways with like fragrance. It's a double whammy. I can't smell it. I can't touch it. And we're talking anywhere, fragrance, perfume, laundry detergent or freshener, those freshener things, dryer sheets, cleaning products, 
body wash, shampoo, conditioner, lotion, flowers, anything with any kind of a scent. It depends on the scent, the reaction that I get to it. Most women's perfumes will bother me, but there's a scale. They'll either just like give me a dull headache or they will completely like, oh my God, as soon as I breathe, smell it. I can't. It's like I got to walk away. I choke. I can't breathe. Get me out of here. Most men's colognes I'm good with. Here's an example. Giorgio. I had a couple of friends that loved wearing it. And every time we went out, I would tell them to air themselves outside before we got into the car because I couldn't, I, I, I couldn't breathe near them. I had an uncle who used to wear Giorgio for men all the time and I could hug him forever. Oh my God, I loved it. Don't understand why. I'm still not quite sure what the difference is other than like men's colognes, men's scents for the most part are earthy notes. Women's are mostly just flowery. And I think that is the difference. Because then when you get into CK1 and stuff for either man or woman, those, all of those are basically, I can't be anywhere near. So it just, it depends. Animals, again, both contact dermatitis and nasal. I can't touch animals. I can't be in the same room with them. I can't even be in the same Best Buy, Lowe's, Home Depot, one dog in any one of those stores and with me 15 minutes and I'm feeling it. I'm starting to get stuffed up. My throat starts to get scratchy. It's bad. I can't get on a plane. I can't, you know, public transportation is awful. Walking into stores, I mean, I can't even go to a mall anymore because people are now bringing their dogs to the malls and I just, I can't, I can't breathe. It is not fun. It's not easy. And it's not just dogs and cats. It's horses. It's birds. It's anything with fur. I can't be, I can't have any like feather pillows or uh, feather filled down or anything like that. Wool, socks, shirts, you know, sweaters, wool, fur, cannot wear any of it. Makeup brushes. Oh my gosh. When I first found out that I was allergic to had the contact dermatitis, I stopped using everything and then slowly started using different things to, to see what I can get away with. Because I had a sheet of paper, three rows, totally filled of all different names that a lot of the stuff that I was allergic to was called. And I sat on the floor in a Target in the aisle with all the face creams and everything. And I just started pulling boxes off and reading ingredients and comparing them to my sheet. And like, nope, nope, can't use that. And I'm just trying to find something I can use that wasn't going to make my face itch. And I came across Bare Essentials. So there was like a starter kit with the foundation and they had the powder and the the brush. Okay, fine. So I tried using it one morning. I go to work and as I'm driving to work, I wanted to rip my face off. It got so itchy. I was like, oh my God, there's nothing in this makeup. What is wrong? And then I realized that the brush was a sable brush. Sable is horse hair. (laughs) By the time I got to work, I was going crazy trying to like scratch my face I went right into the ladies room and rinsed my face off and my face was just it was red and irritated and everybody was like oh my god what happened what happened (laughs) I told them the story and everybody was hysterical that's the fun that I have with that kind of stuff no I don't wear makeup anymore I just gave up on it the next thing I'm gonna tell you about I'm allergic to nickel nickel is like nickels you know and the coins Zippers are made out of nickel. The rivets on jeans, on denim, are made of nickel. Some jewelry is made out of nickel. They add it to gold to make the different, like 14 carat, 24 carat, etc. They use nickel as like a feller. Chromium is 
an alloy made with nickel. Chromium is in almost everything. And we're talking about, I mean, stupid stuff too, like felt on a pool table, makeup. It makes colors. My whole life between ragweed allergies and everything else, I I was always scratching my face. Once I realized what was going on and I stopped using everything that I'm allergic to, I couldn't believe that how nice it felt not having to like scratch my face, my cheeks, my eyes. So I stopped wearing makeup. I'm allergic to wool alcohol, which is lanolin, which is in all lip products, chapstick, Burt's Bees, I mean, everything, any kind of lipstick or chapstick, whatever. It's in body lotions. Can't use any of that. I'm allergic to neomycin, which is neosporin. So yeah, if I get a cut or something, I can't use that. I'm also allergic to trees. Now we're getting into the nasal allergies. Oak, ash, maple, dust, mold, and mites, ragweed. Ragweed's a big one because my ragweed numbers, like when I found out I was allergic to a lot of this stuff, a lot of the nasal allergies, the doctor took my blood and they ran it through the test. And the numbers, like depending on what the numbers were, depended on whether or not you were allergic to something and how allergic, blah, blah, blah. All I remember is that for ragweed, for you to be classified as allergic to it, your numbers had to be like the, in the tens of thousand numbers. Mine was a hundreds of thousands number. So over the years, I have gotten reactions to food in the ragweed family, starting with melon. I loved cantaloupe. Love cantaloupe. Used to eat it all the time. Watermelon, honeydew. That was the first thing to go. All of a sudden, my lips started getting itchy every time I had some cantaloupe. I loved it so much I didn't care. I kept eating it. Then I started getting white bumps on my lips. I was like, okay, time for me to stop. And I had no idea it was connected to the ragweed for years until I was in a Whole Foods and by their apothecary section and they had their uh, allergy Bible open. It happened to be open to ragweed and I'm reading through and it said there that, you know, your allergy to ragweed can manifest into foods in the ragweed family such as melon. I was like, yay, lucky me. And it just keeps getting worse. I can't eat cucumbers anymore, pickles, zucchini, alfalfa sprouts. A couple of years ago, pumpkins started bothering me. I can't eat raw bananas, chamomile, which brings me to another point that I always want to make. Just because something is natural doesn't mean you can't be allergic to it. I'm allergic to grass and I'm allergic to drugs too. Penicillin, muscle relaxers, and of course, lucky me, I'm allergic to Benadryl which makes it so much fun to try to like counteract when I do find out I'm allergic to something. There's not much I can take. So that's what led me to looking into other ways of healing myself and calming down some of the allergies. And like I said, I mean, a lot of cleaning products and health and beauty aids have fragrance and all these other things that I can't touch in them. So I started making my own. And I took classes online. I did a lot of research. I still do. Always something to look into. I use doTERRA essential oils. There are lots of different brands out there. That's just one that I decided that I was comfortable with. They're therapeutic grade. They've got advocates all over. Their website has a lot of teaching sections. So it's to me, that was easy for me to use. And there's a lot of good ones out there too. There's Young's, there's so many other ones. So it's, it's all a personal preference, really. 
just make sure that they're reputable. You want essential oils that are therapeutic grade because that means they're going to be more pure than, you know, something cheap that was made somewhere just to make a buck or whatever. And they're maybe not as pure as something else. I'm not saying you got to go with the most expensive because that doesn't always mean they're the best either. Somewhere middle of the road. But like I said, do your homework. Make sure it's a it's a reputable company and that the product that you're using is as pure as it can be. You know, the less chemicals and stuff that's in it, the better off you are. I mean, that's the main reason why I started getting into it. And like I said, you know, the more I tried different things, the more I saw that the stuff actually works. So, and it's all a lot of trial and error because again, everybody's different. Glass versus plastic. It's a personal choice just because of what I'm allergic to and what I've gone through in my life. I mean, I've detoxed from heavy metal toxicity twice already in my life. I'm prone to the bad stuff. So I just try to stick with all the good stuff as much as possible. So I prefer glass. Plastic is made from petroleum and essential oils interacting with the plastic. It can make the toxins leach into the product. I just prefer to stick with the glass. It's natural. It's reusable. You can wash it all out. And there's the colored glass. Basically, it's there for UV protection so that if it, it is sitting out on a counter or something and you know the white sun is coming through a window or whatever, the colored glass is going to help protect what's inside of it. I use amber for the bottles and jars. I use blue for the roller bottles. They do come in depending on where you get them from. They're making now black bottles. They're making purple bottles. There's green. I prefer the amber and the blue. The roller bottles, they come in mostly 10 milliliter bottles. And the balls do come in either plastic or steel. I prefer the steel balls over the plastic. Same reasons. Research. What one person, what works for one, it may not work for another. Again, too, your own body can react differently to the same thing. And I've got an example of that. I make an anti-inflammatory with apple cider vinegar and cayenne pepper. I can use it straight up like that on my hip, no problem. I tried rolling it on my neck and I was going to go through the roof. Oh my God, it was so hot on my neck. I grabbed the closest carrier oil I had and just rolled it all over my neck to get it to cool off because that does work. I have to cut that with carrier oil before I put it on my neck. Same thing, same product, same, you know, it was the same batch and everything. It just different parts of your body are going to react or more sensitive to the same thing. Carrier oils, there's uh, fractionated coconut oil, coconut oil. The difference between that is coconut oil is solid when it's cold and it does get liquid in the, when it's hot. Fractionated coconut oil, they just take out the chains that make it go solid. So it just stays liquid in the liquid form all the time. Then there's sweet almond oil. There's uh, jojoba, avocado oil, even extra virgin olive oil. A good thing that there's a whole different selection because, again, it comes down to preferences and plus two allergies. I've got one of my sisters. She's not, doesn't have a full-blown allergy to almonds, but she's got a sensitivity to them. So whenever I make her anything, I won't use the almond oil. I will use fractionated coconut oil or avocado oil for her. So again, everybody's different. You got to find what works for you. Please remember, please, 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 if you are pregnant, do consult with your doctor first. I am not diagnosing anything. I am not curing anything. I am just 
simply introducing you to and teaching you about other options. Again, everybody's different. One size does not fit all. I can give you the ingredients of a recipe and you can follow it to the T and it may not give you the same results that it gives me. What you need to do is experiment a little bit. Find out, well, maybe, you know, where I need less of a certain essential oil, you might need more. It's not a cop-out or anything. It's just, that's how it is. It's everybody is different. And again, just because it's natural doesn't mean you can't be allergic to it. These are all very important things to keep in mind when you start getting into experimenting with essential oils. You know, the the best thing to do is start with the smallest amount because you can always add. You can't take away. So if you start using something, you've got to build on it. These are guidelines. Some place for you to start. Definitely, definitely look into things, research, ask other people. If you're not sure about the essential oils, Find some place there. See if you have a store somewhere near you. Probably would be more like a new age store or something like that. That might maybe they have an advocate or someone that deals with essential oils where they'll work with you to to see, you know, what you like, what you don't like and go over things with you. If you happen to be in the Tampa Bay area, you are in luck. There's a store, Serenity Now. It's on Tampa Road in Palm Harbor. The ladies there are awesome. They are the best. You walk into that store and it's like recharging your battery. The energy in that store is just, it's amazing. And they have a little bit of everything. They've got interesting books. They've got funny cards, great gifts, and a little bit of everything. There's stones, there's pendulums, and they do have a doTERRA advocate there. And she will work with you. If you can find somebody local to you that you can, you know, go to and work with and play a little bit maybe and see what works for you, that that's always a good thing too. Future episodes, what we're going to talk about is how to make, like I said, different things. And we're going to get into my, like I said, the hand sanitizer, body wash and body lotion, shampoo and conditioner, toilet bowl cleaner, laundry detergent, dishwasher detergent, liquid dish soap, garbage disposal fresheners, muscle relaxers, headache reducers, pain relievers, anti-inflammatories. I've got pet stuff, how to get rid of like different bugs, how to repel different bugs. If there's something that I don't hit, feel free to send me an email. I'll do some research. I'll look into it and I'll make make that an episode. Uh, Some of the essential oils I'll be covering is frankincense and myrrh, basil, oregano, the mints, peppermint, spearmint, wintergreen, the furs, citrus, and also a lot of the ingredients are herbs and other household items, witch hazel, rubbing alcohol, vinegar, apple cider vinegar, and white vinegar. It's all these different ingredients on what to use, you know, what their properties are, why they're good, why you should use one over another, and why maybe you can use one instead of another. There's, again, like I said, everybody's different. So maybe what I use in mine, you don't like the smell or maybe you're allergic to it. There are a lot of the oils, like there's not just one oil, one property for each oil. Each oil has lots of different properties. So there's a lot of overlap. A lot of them are anti-inflammatory. A lot of them are antiviral. A lot of them are antibacterial. So there is a lot of overlap. So I'll get into that as we go along with the ingredients of whatever I'm talking about. And then I'll also have episodes in the future too about each individual oil themselves. And again, if you have an idea, 
or if there's something you're wondering about, drop me a line, let me know, and I'll look into either working it into a future episode or I'll turn it into a new episode. You can also hit me up. I'm on Twitter, at VO by Gypsy, and I'm on Instagram, VO by Gypsy, and I'm also on LinkedIn, and Gypsy is J-Y-P as in Peter, S as in Sam, E-E. So my email address is VO, like voiceover, V-O-B-Y, J-Y-P-S-E-E at USA.com. V-O by Gypsy at USA.com. Drop me a line, send me a DM, follow me. I'll follow you back. And um, the next episode, episode two, is going to be the hand sanitizer and Annie Itch. Look forward to seeing you then. Bye.